Welcome back. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. Very happy to be speaking with so many interesting people at SAP's Best Practices for Automotive event in Detroit, Michigan, the Motor City. And now I'm just absolutely delighted to be speaking with Bill Newman. He's a friend, longtime colleague at SAP. Bill has been on Game Changers Radio on our Future of Cars with Game Changers many, many times. His current title, it's a long one, so wait for it, North American Strategic Industry Advisor. I'd have to take a breath, Bill, for automotive at SAP. Bill Newman, how are you? I'm great, Bonnie. How are you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Rumor has it that you have done something that I wish I could do. You have been the MC all week at Best Practices for Automotive. You also were the host of all the keynotes, and you even got to lead the supply chain track. Are you ready to take a deep breath and relax, or is there still more to do at the conference, Bill? Uh, well, there's still more to do. We've got some giveaways this afternoon, um, and we're, we're going to just ring out everybody and send them on their way on a real positive note after giving them all sorts of great learnings over the last uh, two and a half, three days. So it's been great. I think it, I know it's been great. I've been talking to so many people, Bill, and one of the themes I've been gleaning from people is it's the face-to-face camaraderie, the meeting of the minds, not only colleagues at the same companies, but industry leaders throughout automotive and all the related industries. Plus, I've heard that people are actually sharing ideas, co-ideation, co-innovation, collaboration with competitors. Is that one of the most exciting things about the conference, Bill? You know, it really is. When I gave my welcome uh, yesterday, I said, you know, this is part education, part story sharing, and and part industry reunion. Um, There are some people outside of perhaps some of the other um, SAP conferences that don't see each other on a national, international scale um, outside of this conference on an annual basis. So, a lot of people, you know, you know, we say in the automotive industry, nobody goes away. We just move around. So there's been a lot of people with new responsibilities, new job titles, new companies. And, um, you know, they've all come home for this week. So it's been really fantastic to see that. And as you mentioned, see the, uh, the innovation exchanging that's, that's been going on. It's been fantastic. Good. I'm glad it's successful. And I want to ask you, you right there in the hub, in the eye of all of this innovation, Bill, all these great minds with the ideas coming out and being shared. To you, what's the most exciting innovation? If you can pick just one, if not, give me your top two or three regard to automotive industry, mobility, autonomous vehicles, electrification, the data in the cars, everything that's happening. What stands out to you as the most exciting trend? Well, I think, I think you hit on a lot of them there. I mean, we talk about case, connected, autonomous, shared electric, mm-hmm. and um, we're not exactly sure if that's, you know, if, if, those ac- if that acronym is the proper acronym or if it's ACEs or, you know, whatever the, uh, the actual natural evolution is going to be. I think, I think we recognize that um, for people who would like mobility without the need or desire to drive, so Generation Z, they're really not jumping at the bit to get their driver's license anymore. And plenty of 21-year-olds going into the, you know, employment market, into the job market, you know, they're, they're using shared transportation, you know, uh, assets as, as a way to get from their, their things and, their, and themselves from point A to point B. But, you know, they're really not interested in what you and I would call driving. By, mm-hmm. And it's, and it's, 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 it's a general trend, but we do see it sharpening. 
So I think coming back to autonomous, you've got the opportunity for that generation and younger members of the generation, as we've talked about in Game Changers before, to be able to have mobility without their parents chauffeuring them, for the aging to be able to have mobility while not having to maintain your driver's license, which frankly I'm really looking forward to, so I don't have to worry about that horrible day when I give up the keys and then all of a sudden I'm dependent on other people um, mm -hmm. for, for mobility. So I think that's really going to create opportunity. And then with that comes the whole societal impacts of that. So the whole experience of going from place to place and how things can be delivered to you in place. So we talked about um, drones coming and being able to find you and you can be able to accept packages and things and send packages and things without necessarily having to have a home because home ownership isn't as well as another macro trend that isn't necessarily high on you know, the top five on the Gen Z list. So yes. being able to do, yeah, being able to do those things, particularly in environments where we can enable the infrastructure and um, the smart cities to be able to have that type of mobility and that type of transport of, of people and things. Um, it's a really, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. Thank you, Bill. I like the way you brought that out to a much broader level. Now, question for you. How do you think people in the industry, and let's focus on the attendees at the conference, will be able to apply these trends over the next 12 to 24 months, not on a personal level necessarily, but in their companies? Are these the kinds of takeaways that can change the course of automotive companies in the next two years? Oh, I think so, or at least begin to lay the groundwork, and you're already beginning to see people do that. So um, it's obviously listeners know that GM and Lyft made a big announcement about two years ago, just the last week, I believe it was. Toyota announced a major investment in Uber. Um, so in order to get to this path of smart, smart connected autonomous vehicles, you have to do one or two things. You have to develop the technology in-house or you have to partner with platform companies that are actually creating the technology to, to embed in, in the automotive vehicle. And um, time is running out for those that would like to access that, um, that technology outside of the company. There are plenty of um, automotive OEMs and other platform makers that are pretty focused on developing their own. But at a certain point in time, you have to figure out, okay, in the next three to five years, if I don't have something that's market ready or that I can begin to roll into my next generation of vehicles, um, am I going to miss? And I think in mm -hmm. the case of a number of the OEMs, um, the dance partners available in the technology provider space is quickly um, thinning and they're going to have to make some pretty strategic decisions very, very quickly and, and I think that I think part of that was um, Toyota's rationale. Um, GM made a very deliberate decision that they were going to go to um, Silicon Valley and, and do their partnerships with Sidecar and, and Lyft uh, and create their own uh, fleet, uh, Maven. So um, you need to put a stake in the ground. And not every OEM is going to choose the same pathway and the same set of NIST models. So mm -hmm. um, I think... I think it's uh, we've mentioned that uh, Waymo is actually one of the largest purchasers of uh, Chrysler Pacifica vehicles. So that here you go. You have to decide are you going to run a fleet? And if you're going to run a fleet, what cars are you going to put in a fleet? So there are some pretty big questions that companies are going to ask. And they're going to be kind of distilling the things they've heard this week as a part of those conversations. 
Thank you very much, Bill. And I'd love for you, before we finish, I know you've got a lot to do. Uh, rumor has it that is coming out soon an annual digital aftermarket study that SAP is releasing this fall in collaboration with industry association colleagues and with AASA. Can you just give me a little sneak peek about what's coming up with that study? Sure, happy to. So um, this is our third year of partnering with the Automotive Aftermarket Supplier Association. Um, We've uh, decided to do this directly with them in absence of partner this year because we both have agreed that this is um, very important strategic messaging. AASA views that there is a a big opportunity to grow um, the community around digital digital suppliers in the aftermarket space. Um, so we have been using the same benchmark study for our aftermarket and spare parts best practices for the last um, two years. And this year, we actually added some questions around are uh, part companies ready to do digital products? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so SAP is a tier two supplier in that space. We actually create a platform that allows um, automotive companies to build on. And we'll be presenting the findings at um, the uh, AASA Tech Conference the first week of October. And uh, I'll be chairing the, um, uh, the keynote for the, um, the mobility, uh, the one-day mobility session that will follow that conference. If listeners would like to look at the previous year's reports, they're available on the research section. Um, at aftermarketsuppliers.org, which is the AASA website, and they can get a sense of kind of the direction where some of these trends have been going over the last two to two to three years. Thank you, Bill. That sounds like a great study, and uh, congratulations on all of your leadership roles in terms of being the face of what's happening in automotive from SAP. Very, very happy that you are you're around. And by the way, you really tickled all of us a couple of years ago on Game Changers Radio when I asked you what you were drinking, and you gave us a recipe for what was it, Irish cream, and uh, typically a holiday drink. Are you still making that? Oh, of course, and and we we actually uh, broadened the envelope last year and did a bourbon cream, which is fantastic. So the the recipe is available on the view from sea level um, uh, view from sea level wordpress.org or or probably just go to your site because I'm sure you're making it now too. So. Thank you very much. I'm going to go look that up. And, Bill, I have one more question for you. If you were told you had the option of giving up the keys to your own vehicle in the next two or three years with the coming, I'll say, the coming fleet of autonomous cars, which we assume by then or we hope will be safe and sturdy and wonderful experience and we'll understand the implications of the ownership and the insurance and the data and the everything will all fall into place and we'll say, yes, this is Great. Would you give up the keys to your own car? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I liked you. I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm giving. I'm giving it at least at least ten more years. I like driving, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my car for at least ten to twenty years. Thank you very much. I do too. And you know the roads down here in North Carolina, the posted speed limit is about seventy, but nobody does less than eighty on a sunny day. And I got to tell you, convertible top down, it's just a dream driving my my sports car on these roads. I never thought I'd have the opportunity to drive faster than Long Island Expressway, which 
is posted limit of 55 in most places, and you're lucky if you can do 30 most days. So this is like, yes, we can actually drive the car now. Bill Newman, it has been a pleasure. I am very grateful to you for all you do and very proud of everything you're doing for this conference, and it's been delightful speaking with you. So have a great rest of the day, and I'm sure we'll connect soon. Take care. Sounds great. Sounds great, Thank Bonnie. You. I'll have the top down thinking about our call this evening. There you go. Bonnie D. Graham signing off. Another interesting time with a very interesting person speaking with Bill Newman at SAP at Best Practice for Automotive. I'll be back in a little while with more interviews, so stay tuned. Bye-bye. <laughs> 